Um, so at 4.43, I started pushing. At 5 a.m., Tyler came out. And um, she came out. And she wasn't really breathing. Um, so we think that she was in the birth canal too long. Um, but we, they don't know what happened. I, in my opinion, I didn't really get to do skin to skin. And I wish that they would have before they took Tyler away. And I understand that she wasn't breathing right. But that's honestly how I felt is that she would have been fine if she was put on my chest. Um, and like to me, I feel like she would have been fine, but it, again, she's alive and healthy and a mommy's girl. And, um, so I'm, I'm okay with it. She wasn't breathing. So they took her, um, they did let Josh cut the umbilical cord. Her umbilical cord was long. They were cutting it quick and still took the time to let Josh. And I thought that was awesome. Um, but so they took her to the NICU by the time she got to NICU she was not on oxygen she was breathing fine she had um, a CPAP I don't know what it's, I think it's a CPAP but that like machine little she had like a mask on but it was like in her nose and then on her forehead like I don't know what it's called um, but if I have a picture when I post this I'll be definitely posting it on Instagram um, of her with it on I think but so they took her to the NICU by the time she got to the NICU she was breathing okay um, I at the, like I told Josh to go with her and then they Tyler spent six hours in the NICU um, which I was told she would only spend two hours in the NICU by the time I got to the recovery room she would be in there with us but that's not how it went um, and I'm like really frustrated because it wasn't a student who messed up. It was somebody who'd been there for a minute who messed up. And that's why Tyler wasn't able to come into the room with us. Um, I did get to breastfeed her in the NICU. Um, it's crazy how much two years goes by and what you kind of forget. Okay, so I did... I did breastfeed her in the NICU. I started falling asleep, so I put her down. Um, we woke up again, and we left the NICU. And then we went down again, I think, to feed her. I don't really remember. And then, um, no, we went back to get her, because I was done. We went back to get her, and she was born at 5 a.m. on the dot... And we didn't get her in our room, in the recovery room or postpartum room, whatever it's called, until 12 or 1 p.m. So they held her that long. I think it was 12 p.m. We got her back finally. Um, and then, of course, family came to visit. And then the very next day, we were able to take her home. And that is a really quick sum up to about <laughs> how Tyler came. Um, I will say, since now, like, the milestones that reach out the most is the ones that I'm, like, really excited about because I'm not, I'm not this, like, huge sentimental, oh my gosh, 
I do not like, I like the newborn age, but I don't like newborn to crawling. I don't like in between that. Um, if I can go newborn straight to crawling, that'd be great, but I do not like from like three months to seven months. I'm not a huge fan. Um, I did enjoy the time, the first time she, like, she didn't roll over. I think they go, like, belly to back. I don't know how they roll over. Um, but the most common way that kids roll over, Tyler did the opposite. Her pediatrician was a little surprised about that. Um, and she was lip tight, so I had a really hard time breastfeeding. And that is something that if you're having a hard time breastfeeding, definitely, definitely check their lip because her doctor only checked her tongue and then blamed me for it. Uh, and then, but I really enjoyed when she finally sat up and I finally was able to like feed her food. I made her her baby food in the first, the two and a half months I made her baby food and then when I started giving her like human food not human food but like solid food I stopped making baby food for her um because she was art she was she was like ready for the good stuff and then she she's always been a really good sleeper so we haven't really had to worry about that It's really like crawling is my favorite. Walking, that was amazing. Just everything she's learning is just amazing. Um, but yeah, that that's that's how Tyler got to this planet. Besides the obvious ways that happened nine months before that day. Um, so yeah, that that's it. That's Tyler's birth story, and that's all I got for you guys today. Um, she's starting to move around, so I'm just going to quickly make an awkward bye. Bye, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of The Babble of the Mother. Um, so, I'm trying to keep it, like, my volume, trying to keep it a little low because today I'm in my room recording and... As you guys know, or if you're new, um, my daughter and I and my fiance share a room at the moment, so trying to keep it low so she can so she doesn't wake up. Um, normally she's a really deep sleeper, but of course when I decide to do something or record something or whatever, she's not. So keep your fingers crossed with me through this thing, guys. Um, so. As you know, Tyler is now two. I have a whole ass two-year-old, and it's crazy. Um, so far, this is definitely my favorite age. She's just, she's just doing amazing. Like learning so quick and so smart, and like, I, she's just so smart. I don't even know. Like it's crazy. Um, but anyway. I, on her second birthday, I wanted to talk about her, um, the day before, and then her first day 
on this planet and like how Tyler came to Earth. Um, besides the obvious ways. Um, so I ended up having to get an induced pregnancy or uh, what's it called? Induced labor. Um, I ended up having to get induced. So which backstory of a pregnancy will probably be like later. Um, but I ended up having to get induced and then the induce started around 5 p.m. of August 23rd. Wasn't really contracting. Tried um, like a fully catheter, which is what they put in your uterus. That got me to a three. And then again, wasn't really contracting. And then around no, 5 p.m. the 22nd. There we go. And then the tw- on the 23rd, I woke up with the worst contractions. It was about 9 or 10 a.m. Um, and I had awful contractions. Like, you don't... Braxton Hicks, 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 whatever. And then those contractions, like actual labor, do not compare. Um, backstory, I am a little bitch when it comes to period pains and any like type of pain that involves uh, my, that. So... And labor is just painful, so you know. Um, and then, so around 11 a.m. on the 23rd, I decided to get a uh, my epidural. I was at three or four centimeters. I don't entirely remember, but yeah. Okay, so it was three or four centimeters. Don't really remember. Um, the minute I felt the epidural kick kick in, I just drifted asleep. Like, there was no... I was so relaxed that it's just gone. Um, the last thing I remember is Sam and Josh talking about, like, she really needs to sleep or let her sleep. And then a nurse saying something to the fact that this is the last good sleep she'll get for a little bit. And then that was it. Like, that thing I was asleep. Um... So I slept from then, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m., to about, I want to say about 9, and then I woke up a little bit to go back to sleep, and then I woke up around, I don't even know, I want to say it was 2, one, two. it was 2 a.m., about 2.30 a.m. and I woke up and I kid you not I thought my midriff was just falling apart it was the worst pain you could ever feel like take a cut a really deep cut put your hands in there and pull apart that's about what it felt like um it was in the worst pain I ever felt and so like the epidural guy the anesthetic or whatever he is, came to the room, um, came to the room and put, like, more of the epidural in, um, walked away, came back, put more in, walked away, came back, put more in, and at this point, I woke up at 7 centimeters, and then at about 8 centimeters, um, I wanted to push, 
I wanted to push this the only way my life felt great. Um, so, oh, also the hospital that I went to is a student hospital. So obviously they're going to have people who know what they're doing, but then they also have people who learn what they're doing. Um, with as simple as a pregnancy I had, I was totally fine doing this. I knew what I was like. My OB had told me what hospital she went through and what it's about. And I was totally fine because people have to learn. So, um, and so I got checked again at eight centimeters and then I got checked and I was only eight and a half centimeters. And this whole time, this whole time feels like I'm dying. So, I'm in the worst pain ever. Josh and Sam are asleep. And then around 4.30, I finally just can't. I can't take it. No, I think it was about like 4.25. Um, I can't take it anymore. Josh texts one of my parents. And my dad goes pick up my mom. And then they came. Um, and around 4.30, I started doing little baby pushes. Because it told me I wasn't ready yet. She, like, it wasn't. But I, it was the only way that I felt better. Um, and personally, I, I feel like if a pregnant lady says that she needs to push, then she needs to push. But they were telling me no. Um, again, this is my first child. This is my fir- first pregnancy. This is my first late birth. So, I'm new. People around me were new. And I also am okay with that. And I will totally do the same thing again if I have the opportunity to do so. To do so. So. Um, around eight, I started eight centimeters, eight and a half ish. I started to do little baby pushes just to relieve some of the pressure in my lady bits. And she, um, and then at 4.43 a.m. August 24th, I was told to push. I was told to give the green light. In reality, I was pushing before the doctor came in, um, but it was game on, Kona. So, as I started to push, my parents had come, finally. Yes, I did, uh, I did push my child out with my dad in the room, and you know what? That is okay. I'm not ashamed, and I'm actually really happy he was there. Um, I had both my parents, my best friend, and my fiancé, and I'm totally fine with that. 